We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Well, hi guys. Uh, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. I'm so excited. We've got a great episode today. Uh, one of my very good friends, comedian, actress, uh, writer, producer, Scout Derwood's on the show. Uh, before we get to that, Thank you for listening or watching. However you're listening or watching, just take a second to like, subscribe, and follow the podcast. Uh, however you're listening or watching, there's going to be a little button that says like, follow, or subscribe. Just push that button. See what happens. You could win a van. Anyway, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. Find me online through my website, kristenkey.com. There you can find me on all my social media. I've got the TikTok and the Instagram and all the whatnots. Um, I've got a Patreon. Uh, so join my Patreon. It supports this and all my shows. The smallest uh, tier helps me out tremendously. It gets you access to bonus content, my monthly game night. Uh, so check out my Patreon. Also, I'm on Cameo. So if you want to give a unique gift, I play songs for everybody that asks for a Cameo. And uh, I have a really good time doing it. I love doing it. So find me on Cameo. Now, my guest this week is a musical comedian an actress producer she creates all kinds of content she was on mary and jane on mtv um anyway she's fantastic computer lady play that interview with scout derwood playing interview with scout derwood scout it's great to have you on today kristen i missed you so much even though we still have yet to do a heart hug in person we're gonna i'm do so that. glad that our, yeah we're doing a virtual heart hug yeah and you gotta come over and we'll have dinner and we'll make whatever you eat well, no, fur is an animal. <laughs> Shoot. Paul, Molly just texted no. me. Yeah. She sent me the same text exactly one year apart of like, I know you're, I know you're nomadic, but what's your address? These, where are you getting mail these well, days? The so I can send, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sent her, I was like, I finally got a PO box to try to have an address for longer than six months at a time. Just send us a pigeon. We'll just tie the Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, so how did you, cause we kept up with you via the internet. Like mm -hmm. I, we talked a couple times during pandemic, but Mainly, I just watched your story unfold on social media, and it, it was <laughs> it was fun. I'm like, look at Scout. <gasps> Scout lives in a van now. <laughs> like, what? So, how did this all happen? Tell the story of, of how <laughs> you do turn nomadic. Well, I've never been great at staying in one place. I've kind of been looking. <laughs> you can't commit I to don't a know. house. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I like figured it out or had a breakdown, but either way, my life is so different and positive now. <laughs> there's an illusion. So everybody came I feel great. I'm I'm not the person I was. I'm not. It's better. I've put Ooh. down so much. <laughs> I don't groom like I used to, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been looking at vans for forever, and I was like, it was the pandemic. I lived alone in a one-bedroom apartment and it was, I mean, look, I, I don't, it's so hard to be like, you don't get isolation until, because I don't think I get isolation until I was on your princess cruise. And let me get, like, I think that was like, that by the way, was my like, um, street cred pre, you know, the beginning of COVID where I was like, well, you know, that cruise ship, my friend's on it. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She can't. We're tight. Me. I've, I've bounced you on my knees several times. <laughs> That's what makes a friendship. Friend. Yeah. 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 Um, so I've been looking for forever. And then I was like, you know, having a really hard time emotionally, COVID, just emotions were going everywhere. I had yeah. another, like, I was switching a, a medicine I'm on and I had it 
I got, it like made me very emotional, which was hard because it's like, I'm crying all the time and I don't know. It could be a couple of things. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point because I was crying over when they were doing the first COVID graduations. Every time the news would show people outside like waving at graduates, I would just bawl and I don't even care about high schools or people. But I'm like, oh God, those poor kids don't get to graduate. And I dropped out of high school. Who cares? I get it. I get it. I saw um, a, an elder, an older gentleman with like tinsel and, pu- and not puppets, but like sparkly things with a woman in a medical bed, uh, like another old lady in an old oh. home propped up this way against the window. And he's like dancing for her. And he, you know, they're both 80 ish. No, I'm switching medication too. It's just <laughs> waiting. It, it ha- yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that it was could such be a- rough too. For like for anybody like like uh like especially with like antidepressants and stuff, like I don't know what you're on. I'm not gonna say it's an antidepressant. Who knows? Maybe you have a rash. But any medication you have to like you there's like you wait and see what works and you kinda have to go through the the yeah. the shit. Well, I'll tell you because I actually was just talking about this to a new fr- a friend of a friend who was like my daughter X, Y, and Z, and I was like, Can I just say because it's hormonal? So I usually get health insurance through SAG, but then I started writing more. So I was like making money writing in SAG and through music, right? And I basically just, despite my income not really changing, wasn't making money in any one union. So I went on, I basically ended up on the long, the the short version of the story. So I ended up on Medi-Cal because I was like, well, and I've been on a birth control for forever. That's a name brand. That's super, super low estrogen, but they have this, what would now be like illegal patent. So they don't allow generics of it. And they have been jacking up the price steadily. So finally, Medi-Cal, when I switched was like, we can't approve it anymore. So then it turned into like, how do I get and how do I get an IUD? And I have probably because it's female medicine. So it's all witchcraft, but PMDD. <laughs> premenstrual dysmorphic disorder, which just means my hormones unregulated would cause these huge physical and emotional swings. So that's what I'm saying. So I ended up switching onto an IUD, but then that didn't have enough hormones in it. And now I'm on just generic birth control and it's changed my body a lot. And that's been a whole, like, it's a, when your body changes, not dramatically, but enough that I, I inhabit a different body than I'm used to, it just it messes with your mind. So I think some of it has made me go like, I, I cannot, it's been so hard for me to get here. My gynecologist prescribed me birth control and Prozac now. I, and it's just because it, it got to a point where I was like, I cannot get an appointment. I have not stopped crying for four days. I rationally know this is okay, but I just, right. I can't. And my doctor was just like, whoa, let's just get you to zero. Yeah. Well, good for you. Anyway, in the middle of that, I go home to Kansas City. I was going to, I was like, okay, let's just go camping in the car. I'm going to drive to Kansas city and car camp and just make sure that I really do want this nomadic, more nomadic life. And then I got rear-ended on the way out of Kansas city. And the guy that hit me didn't, he was, he didn't really speak English. It was a a strong language barrier. And I remember just being so upset because a, I'm going through these, you know, hormones. And I was like, and he hit me. I was turning left. There was a bunch of cars turning left. And he was like, I don't want to wait in this line. I'm going to go around her and just goes, Damn. So it was terrifying. I was a block from my house and I was started crying. I don't remember. I cried. I don't think I cried, but I was like, why? Like, what? Why would you hit me? What were you, why were you? <laughs> There's no why. No. 
and he's just like, okay. You was it? I'm like, explain to me what was going through your head. And he's like, um, he's an insurance card. So I go to Kansas City and just. I ended up flying, which was terrifying. And we just had like tail between my legs. And it's like, what am I doing? Life feels so out of control. And I'd been looking at all these fans and my parents were like, separately, my mom was like, the thing we've always loved about you is that you're non-conventional, unconventional, fuck it, non-conventional, cause I'm non-conventional. Um, <laughs> she's like, if you want the van, get the van, now's the time. And I was like, oh, I have so much money. And my dad's like, we're, you're a it's just money you're gonna die be the worst worst case scenario i know you learn how to positive. flip a van yeah it sounded a little more negative than but yeah <laughs> it's just money you're gonna die that's what i say every day it's just money you're gonna die but i get it it's a positive those are your post-it notes yeah. life that is short make. i think is what you meant yeah it's just money you're gonna die that's right yeah i'm poor i will die live laugh love i'm gonna die poor um <laughs> make poor choices you're already poor <laughs> that's what i say every morning while i'm meditating um <laughs> it no, can't get worse than this <laughs> you have reached your bottom yeah i'm already at bottom nowhere to go but up so i bought the van it took the learning curve of that and the metaphor of that it's like as obnoxious as being a long distance runner and being like what you learn is to tune your mind out and embrace the pain it was exactly that pretentious all these like lessons of like driving and figuring out weather and fit, learning how to interact with strangers. It was also really poignant to be a white person in a mask driving through rural America constantly interacting with like it talk about finally being able to see white privilege. You know what I mean? Like I made a friend, I, <laughs> I cut my hand open in some tempeh and I'd made a friend <laughs> And this guy, you know, he's the sweetest guy, but he didn't know I was queer. He had referenced, you know, all the Antifa causing problems in Portland. But out in the woods, there was this like, hey, John, do you think I need to go to the doctor? Like, did I slice my finger off or am I okay? Answer was okay. We put paper towels and some packing tape on that. I bled. We walked our dogs and I kept bleeding through the paper towel. We walked our dogs and I'm like dripping blood. <laughs> Thanks, John. Tighter, tighter. Yeah, pray, <laughs> pray about it. I think that's where prayers come in. It, it was cool to, when the country felt really split, it was cool to be like, I'm not going to fight with this dude. I'm not, you know, right. I, I went into a gas station that had like a sign in it that's like, we're politically incorrect here in rural Colorado. That was like, we believe in God and guns. And, and you just go, okay. And but then also acknowledging I still that need a Snickers. I still need a Snickers. So I'm <laughs> I need a go gas. In. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm anytime I need anything, it's and a Snickers. Um, but no, I like my, my grandma died a couple weeks ago and I went home to mm. rural Kansas. And I just noticed that different visits that I've had out there, I've been a lot more like superior and judgmental about their politics and beliefs. But when like when someone's dead and we're all just grieving together, suddenly it doesn't matter who voted for Trump or who didn't. And it didn't matter like like what sign we have in our front yard. We're all graving the same woman. And so it like, it kind of, like you're saying in the middle of the woods, when you're just walking your dogs, there really aren't politics. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and now just to be full disclosure, I also have a very small, tiny home, a tiny, tiny home in LA. Cause with my dog in the heat in LA, it was slight, I know it was slightly too, tiny, too much. Too tiny home. I have two rooms unconnected. And when one of my friends who helps me out with my shows and stuff, she lives in Portland. And when she comes and stays with me, 
we like hang out in the tiny home and then I'm like, well, good night. And I walk out to my van and it's like having your own little hotel room and I sleep on my street in Highland Park. This is so cool. So you have a, a van life and a tiny home life. Yep. And I, I feel, I do, that's what I'm saying. Have I broken down? And I'm also having these like revelations where I'm like, it's not the pater, it's the archie of the patriarchy that's wrong. It's not men, it's the system of superiority and ranking. I got a text this to everyone. Hang on. <laughs> but that's exactly what you expect to come out of a tiny home stream of consciousness. You and know? my comedy partner has two kids. They had a COVID kid and they have a five-year-old. So they have like 18 months and five years old. And I was like, Avery, I was laying in the desert looking at the stars last night for a few hours. And it occurred to me. And he's like, shut up. He's like, I was waking up at 5.30 because my child had shat himself and was screaming. <laughs> It makes you it makes you effortlessly environmental. A because you, you you're hauling everything. So right. like I have tons of water in the van. I don't have to conserve, but when you're hearing your pump go na 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 na, and you know that like you keep track of how much water I have and when I have to refill it, it's just like my life is so simple. And things that at one point felt important feel insane to me now. Like having two coats. Wow. Okay. Why would you? I don't own anything. I kept some, I have like, I kept some art when I moved into the tiny home, but like, I like taught myself how to weave baskets out of pine needles and string in the woods. Sorry. And I'll sit there for days and just weave. Coming. You just kind of hit me like. <laughs> you crochet. I do, but no one gets surprised if that comes out of my mouth, but your mouth, knowing you and the new, the you that went into pandemic, I weave baskets in the forest out of pine cones. That's just not the scout that I, Need that I <laughs> no, I mean, I still, look, I'm still, I'm still, uh, aloof and, 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 LOL promiscuous. It's like I haven't, full. I, I still drink wonderful. too much, but not in the van because I'm afraid of what if I have to move the van in the middle of the night right. and I can't cause I'm wasted. This is amazing. I love, I love who you've become. I love that. Like we were talking before the show started. I love that, like the pandemic transformations that I've seen you and, and so many other of my friends. I don't know if you know Arlo Warehouser. We did a pride event together and mm. it was just like, I don't know. It's just neat to talk to people that you go into this whole thing, you know, a certain person and you have the time to reflect on who am I on the inside? What is important? What do I want to keep and what do I want to let go of? And just like, I, I really appreciate you know, the kind of the inventory that you took of yourself and your whole well, life. It's been cool with like, so when I perform live, I'm often wearing sparkly things. And it's been cool to like, when I moved out, I got rid of everything of my apartment and people were like, oh no. And I was like, no, I, I've lived in that sparkly dress. It's had a life with me. It's ready to have a new life. And now, now that like auditions and stuff are coming back at first, I was like, oh no, what if I don't have? And I'm like, I do. I just have one of them. And like, I wear this sweater all the freaking time. And you kind of check the logic of like, you know, you go through the logic of, you know, I really want to be better friends with Scout, but I have seen her wear the same top too many times. <laughs> so that's odd. And you kind of go, yeah, okay. I wear this sweater a lot. Yeah. It's clean. I do laundry a lot. But like nobody cares. I, nobody cares. Except for my wife. My wife notices that I've worn the same green jacket and like 60 Instagram photos. I'm like, it's my favorite jacket. She goes, I can tell. I'm like, <laughs> <gasps> I've worn the same, I have the same dress up shirt and it's leopard with a sparkly collar that I have now worn for 
it's been four or five years that whenever it's like, oh, you want me to look, you know, those events. Okay. You know, this where it's like, it's not formal. It's not casual. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to be overdressed. I don't want to be underdressed. I can't wear a suit. I wear this, like it's an equipment silk. So it doesn't wrinkle. Hello, van life. I can throw it on. I can be dirty. Come out of the van, put my hair in a bun, wear that shirt. Look great. I have now, I'm now like, I got to find more of this shirt and it looks cool. You know what I mean? It's like, what a cool sense of style. I've worn that and those pair of pants I'm wearing right now for five years. I think that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what do I know? Look at, I mean, my style. You're a fashion. No, let's take better. a moment. It's gotten better. I, I think your hair has landed wonderfully. And I don't think your hair was ever bad, but I think where it, I feel like now it's, it feels more effortless. I appreciate you. Cause I cut and diet myself now. I've do taken, you? I do everything myself now. So this is all. Blonde like- is hard. It is, it's, I enjoy it because now it's like, I used to like get real upset with hairstylists when I walk out and I'd feel bad about myself. And I, I remember all that, money. that. And now I don't pay all that money. And so if, if I walk out and I don't feel good, I'm a lot more forgiving. And I go, you tried your best and we'll tone it now. And like, so it's like, I don't know if that like bleeds into your hair and I think it, like it does. grows better, but it's got a better energy. Grows and I could hair. talk about my hair for a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, no, no. I totally think effortless is the way to describe it because your hairs always look great, but it used to be particular. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. There was totally tension. I think about that with women fashion where like I was thinking about, um, I mean, look, like how many things, especially in women's fashion, need to look both flawless and effortless. So like strapless right. bras. Look, you probably haven't worn one in a minute. I but I was like, but a sports bra since pandemic started. <laughs> I got rid of my old bras. I was like, fuck these. I don't need a bra. Like, I wear. Am I ever going to need this bra? I wear fabric bra, not bralettes, because I have Ooh, big I boobs sleep now. Sleep in a bralette. Yeah. You sleep in a bralette. It's called my sleeping bra. <laughs> I don't like my nerps to be all over the, like, you never know when they're just going to be like, so I like them. I sleep in clothes now because the van, I've always been a naked sleeper. And now that I sleep in the van, van. now I sleep in a nightgown. Oh my God. In my mind, I'm picturing a little girl with the collar and like a Care Bear on the front. (laughs) Let's say yes. It's time for five quick questions. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, so this show works in three parts. There's, we chit chat yeah. for a bit, which we have, and I could chit chat with it. you all day long. Um, we will over dinner. Salmon is what we'll cook. Cause that's the oh, thing that everyone okay. cooks for yeah. me. I don't care. You didn't it, like it. You've made you salmon. It, yeah. from, no, you've made salmon for me before and you ate it and you said it was actually okay. 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 Molly makes good salmon. She makes it on some wood. Yeah. That's what we did before. Yeah. Yeah, the wood salmon. There's other things I can eat. Gluten-free pasta. I like halibut. Oh, yeah. We're going to make you some- Halibut. Some cotton to, to chew on. Okay. So your <laughs> okay. trivia, because I wanted to keep it in the house of, since you're living small and living tiny. Um, today, I just need you to finish the lyric on five quick questions. It's five <laughs> quick song lyrics. All the song lyrics have to do with either something tiny or something small or something little. So finish these lyrics. Number one, it's a song by Journey. Probably haven't heard it. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took what? what the she midnight take? train. Go- she took the midnight train going anywhere. That is correct. Okay, that's how easy the game is. You got the easy. first one right. Okay, I'm gonna have to give you that dollar back if you get them all right. Oh, um, second one. Uh, I've never heard of this band before. Blink 182. Yes, I know. No, no. I think I listened to them a lot in the 90s. Okay. I don't uh, know. It's a song called All the Small Things, and it goes. Uh, the chorus goes. 
Say it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights out. Carry me home. That is correct. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Na, 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 Keep your head still. I'll yeah. be your... I was like, oh my God. In my head, I was like, if she goes... If this is shallow chorus, I'll get it. And it was. Yeah, it was Much deeper shallow. into the chorus than I would have. Okay. So you got uh, question one and question two. Nailing it. Okay. Number three uh, from the Mamas and the Papas. Another little okay. small song. Uh, dream a little dream of me. Uh, the lyric is, say nighty night and kiss me. Just hold me tight and tell me. You'll miss me. That's correct. Well, I'm alone and blue as can be. Ooh. Dream a little dream of me. Extra credit. Okay, okay. Uh, number three, number three. Let's see, one, two. That was number three. Number four. This is a song called Tiny Dancer. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Count the headlights on the highway. Lay me down in. Lay me down in. Something of roses? No. Lay me down in. Is it roses? Bed of roses? Field of roses? Should be. It's not. Is it sweet surrender? No. It's sheets of linen. See, you went too deep in the chorus. Lay me down into the land. See, I yeah, feel like I every time that. I see, I'm like, let me down in stem and sun. <laughs> I had no idea, and I love that song. Last one, and then we'll do okay. your rad lib. Uh, this is Donnie and Marie. It's little or small. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Okay, yeah, you got four out of five. Well done on the trivia. I can't let you go. It's my favorite part of the show. We're gonna play a rad lib together. And now it's time for Rad Libs. So this is what happened. As always, I've written a story. I left out some parts of speech. You give me the parts of speech. Together we make a hilarious story. Scout, are you ready to play today's Rad Libs? I'm ready to rad. I need an excuse. The homework ate my dog. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'm trying to think of what subject you'd be taking where that would be true. (laughs) But carnivorous plant zoology yeah something like that (laughs) carnivorous plantology oh yeah that's it zoology yeah yeah (laughs) the homework ate my dog (laughs) now it's my pet Uh, a family member (laughs) uncle lesbian i need a number 11 i need an animal plural um um urchins like sea urchin okay a year 1969 a type of vehicle cabriolet sorry now what is this Cabriolet. Oh, just write down Bren Schaefer's car in high school. <laughs> That's what cabriolet is. What is a cabriolet? Will you describe the car for us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Convertible, but like, you know how cars are in cartoons where they're kind of like a box? Yeah. Like, not like this convertible. Like this? Oh, my God. Yeah. Red. The squatty little, the squatty little convertible. Cabriolet. Okay, excellent. <laughs> that changes the story immensely. Um, a collectible. Uh, Precious Moments dolls. Yes. What other things do people collect? Oh, stamp. <laughs> of Precious Moments dolls. <laughs> uh, a room in the house. A laundry room. Yep. Uh, uh, an adjective. Crusty. Yes. Excellent. A verb ending in ing. Um, flossing, but the dance, not the teeth. I'll make sure and remember which flossing it is. Flossing. Um, ooh, a part of the body. Krelbo. Krelbo? Krelbo. That's a Krelbo? Elbow. 
Yeah. Prelbo. Prelbo. Okay. Learn something. This is an educational podcast. A part of the car. The boot. I'm staying with a Scottish friend. <laughs> or the friend that I've been traveling with is Scottish, I should say. This apartment does not belong to her. A liquid. Oh, grapefruit tequila. Because I thought it was juice and I drank grapefruit tequila from the fridge <laughs> out of a bottle. Excellent. Grapefruit Looked like juice. <laughs> a uh, container. Silicon Ziploc. Yes. Ooh, yes. The reusable kind. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. A uh, smell. Um, lavender. A, an adjective ending in ER. Um, fresher. Uh, a guilty pleasure. Oh, okay. Toddlers and tiaras. Yes. <laughs> They're so glittery and dysfunctional. <laughs> Ooh, good advice. Feelings aren't facts. Good advice. And we have a story. We have a fantastic story. The story's just called Living Small. <gasps> Small. I already love it. There are so many reasons to embrace tiny living. Saving money, living a, oh, sorry. Saving money, leaving a smaller carbon footprint. The homework ate my dog. I recently <laughs> moved myself and my uncle lesbian and my 11 <laughs> urchins into a 1969 Cabriolet. <gasps> Uh, the downside of tiny living is definitely storage. I had to put my collection of Precious Moments dolls in the glove box. <laughs> uh, the passenger seat converts into a laundry room that sleeps four crusty adults. You do get crusty. <laughs> in a cabriolet with that many urchins, yes. <laughs> Took some practice to get used to moving in such a small place. The first time I tried flossing, I kept bumping my crabbo. That works! That's so successful! <laughs> Duh, this is your story. And it, especially because I said this floss, not that floss. <laughs> I did make some minor adjustments to make the space a little more livable. I converted the boot into a kitchen. And That's actually a thing. I, you could do that. Yeah, that would be very helpful with a car that small. Whenever company comes over, that's usually where we end up sitting and having a glass of grapefruit tequila. Grapefruit tequila. <laughs> I feel like now we're just telling your story. <laughs> Since I downsized, we've gotten a lot fresher. I used to prefer to be alone when watching Toddlers and Tierras, but now, like most things, it's something I prefer to do with the family. So if Aww. you're thinking of going tiny, my biggest piece of advice would be feelings are not facts. <laughs> story is wildly successful. Scout, tell the viewers, the listeners, where they can find you so they can follow you forever and uh, what you have coming up. Yes, please come uh, follow me at Scout Durwood on across all platforms, but uh, Instagram is kind of the only one I use. And then um, we just soft launched a Patreon where we're offering, I know, discount tickets to shows as well as I've been doing a lot of music videos and stuff and we're releasing that stuff through the Patreon. So the best way to kind of get into intimate knowledge, I mean, and we're offering a class coming up on called How to Make It in LA to show you guys how to do what I did, how to produce stuff on a micro budget because I love it. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. Well, guys, follow, friend, um, and enjoy watching Scout's Bruise uh, 
We're working on another pose. I think we have two more days and then I, there's no we in that. No, my friend Debs and I make take pose of my butt every morning. After a while, just like, oh, it's just the, there's no bruise anymore. (laughs) She just takes a picture of her ass every morning. I said, I was like, I kind of love my spot and I need to fall down the stairs once a month. (laughs) I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, thank you for coming. So great to talk to you, Kristen. I love this. Interview complete. Helping Scout move into her new home. Amaz Demiata. That might be too small. Uh, thank you so much, Scout Derwood, for coming on the show. Um, guys, follow, friend, and enjoy. Enjoy getting to know Scout Derwood online. I'm Kristen Key. Find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Follow me on all my social media. Join my Patreon. Get a cameo from me. And each week, I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. We'll talk about something they're super into. Play five quick questions and do a rad lib. Until next time. Bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's fun.